4: I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs)
5: May I please speak with
6: Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. And welcome to our show with <laughs> Zoe LaMorne and Hannah. Today we're talking about episode 105,
7: That's CC right. Crashes. Mm-hmm. Written by Rachel Axler, directed by John Hamburg.
5: John Hamburg. Mm-hmm. H- did, had you worked with John Hamburg before, uh, Zoe, before this?
6: I had auditioned for him and he's just a lovely guy. Mm-hmm. Such a great director, great writer, all around hilarious guy. So nice. I-
5: He's the nicest guy. And uh, if you guys don't, aren't familiar with John Hamburg, I mean, tons of great, great movies. Um, mm-hmm. Why him? Along came Polly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a bunch of just a bunch of really, really, really dope stuff. I love you, man. Um, yeah. And I, I, a really interesting <laughs> I story. I love you, man. About, and I, love, I love you, man. I love you man
7: yeah
5: um, an interesting story about the I love John you man Hamburg. 2 I
6: love you man 3, <laughs> three I love you man 4, 5, sequel, and
5: 6 the sequel the Marvel edition <laughs>
6: the um, prequel <laughs> uh, I love so, you man I'm gonna love you man
5: <laughs> I, I don't love you like I used to love you man I no longer let's love man uh,
6: <laughs> let's get into that love man
5: um, so you, you know you had said he's a wonderful guy and let me let me tell you how nice of a guy he is when we were Shooting this episode, I I, I bit an almond. <laughs> I bit an almond, and I cracked my. my this tooth is the tooth
7: I, episode. Oh. Yes, yeah, well, you and, had to I run to the dentist? I, was,
6: I yes. don't remember this because I don't. I didn't work with you that much in this this episode.
5: I don't think so. Yeah, but I remember. I remember. I remember Cracking my tooth, Uh and I want to tell you, I was in the most pain in my life. I I had broken my collarbone before, you know what I mean. I'd broken Uh fingers, torn things Mm -hmm. in my knee. Mm -hmm. Tooth stuff
6: is the The, worst,
5: the worst pain. And so, and I, and I, at this point, (laughs) I'm admitting this to all these folks out here in listener land. I hadn't had a dentist in so long, and I'd been to the dentist in so long. I thought Mm -hmm. my teeth are fine, and they they were, but. When I went to the dentist, they were like, "Okay, so here's the problem. You got you got a few issues. It had been <laughs> a while, but I didn't have a dentist. So John texted his dentist, um, oh. and 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 got me in immediately. And she has been my dentist ever ever since. Oh my!
7: So, God. I don't know anybody that has like their dentist's personal cell phone number that they can just text. Yeah, I don't want my dental, dental phone. emergency. <laughs> yeah."
5: uh not well yeah i mean obviously john does and i think
6: john
7: but that's a credit to john because she must really like him
5: and i think also she's also liz merriweather's dentist as well
7: the dentist to all the funny people look at that tying things together
5: and liz did not make the call john did yeah Yeah, (laughs) listen listen come through on the dentist thing she
6: comes through on so many other levels so (laughs) but i think we can give her a pass
5: but enough about how nice John Hamburg is. <laughs> this is a John
7: Hamburg fan podcast. If you're just tuning in,
5: um,
6: so let's dive right
5: into our show, um, Hannah. I'm not sure if we if we discussed this on the last episode, but you you found the bear in the last couple of Did, episodes. Right?
6: There was I... one that we have that sort of in.
7: Question. yeah the wedding one is the one that's up in question and then we get to hopefully get to ask Liz about first of all the truth if there is an intentional bear in every episode mm-hmm. and where is it in the wedding episode if so um in this episode of I call it like now it's become like my bear hunt like I am mm-hmm. tr- I would try to watch and remember all the things but I'm so distracted by hyper focusing now when I wa- re-watch these episodes on Where's the bear? That the moment I find it, then I can actually like focus and pay attention to the rest of the episode. Mm. Um, and the bear was found, really. And it, the bear was uttered by none other than
6: Zoe. Mm. I don't remember it. Yeah, you <laughs> I, <on> your <laughs> Like I said, I will not. I'm purposefully not looking up for the bear. <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, you talk about how people say things in
6: Chicago. Oh, the bears. Okay, right, bears right, right. Bears and milk. Yeah, bears and milk. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Yep. So um, um, I will say I went to school in Chicago and I freaking love a Chicago accent <laughs> so much. The it's the greatest. I'm
5: from Chicago and I don't have an accent.
6: You don't. Chicago. I don't have a Jake Chicago accent. Jake has a, like, it will come out, it can come out, Yeah. like, time to <laughs>
5: time.
6: Um, so should we start from the top?
5: Previously... On New Girl. Episode 105, CeCe Crashes. After breaking up with her cheating, face-tattooed, dumbass Euro-DJ boyfriend, CeCe asks Jess if she can stay with her until the DJ moves out of her place. Meanwhile, back at the loft, the guys are just trying to relax after a long week. You know, guys being guys, there's so much stress on us, sometimes we have to just chill. But of course, when CeCe shows up, no one can just chill. A very drunk Cece starts dancing with the guys. (laughs) Let me tell you something, she is a horrible dancer. And also Winston, but Lamorne in real life is a really good dancer. Anyway, Cece doing all this craziness is leaving Jess feeling a little bit left out. Meanwhile, Winston vets Schmidt. He can't close with Cece. The following morning, Schmidt hangs upside down claiming to do 4,000 crunches to impress Cece. (sighs) While Schmidt attempts to woo CeCe, Jess tries to determine if Nick likes her more than just a friend. I believe it is all in the feet. Real fans know what I'm talking about. On the final night, Schmidt is tired of the chase and asks CeCe if he may sleep in his bed. I mean, that's a true gentleman right there, getting permission to sleep in his own damn bed. If it was me, I would make her sleep on the floor. No, I wouldn't. Anyway, she agrees, and they end up holding hands. As far as Schmidt's concerned, he won the bet. As far as Winston is concerned, he did not win the bet. Holding hands don't count. Now back to the show.
6: Yes, but I want to mention something about this episode first, which Mm. is so funny to me because probably a lot of people have noticed this. Maybe people who like to read scripts or whatever you want to call them, teleplays (laughs) Mm. Um, for tv episodes um know that there's like different storylines and we call them like a storyline b storyline c storyline depending you know a storylines like the main one and then then it goes from there and the b storyline is kind of like the the second storyline that's maybe not the center of the story but it's an important storyline so in cc crashes the uh, cc crashes is how you (laughs) pronounce it um in cc crashes there was a big b storyline about a, a cat on that lives on the roof, like a wild cat, um, not a wild cat, but like a wild outdoor house cat, mm-hmm. if you will. That was raised by birds. That was raised by birds and lived in a nest and it was a bird cat and Schmidt's scared of the bird cat and he doesn't want to go on the roof because of the bird cat and he, you know, is really conflicted because Cece ends up going to the roof in her bathing suit and, you know, like, sun tanning all day and he (laughs) he wants desperately to go up there but he's scared of this bird cat well in the final cut that whole part of the story was completely cut out and there's only one yeah there's only like one thing at the very end where they just Mm. show a shot of the bird cat but they never uh, you never hear like in the original script he like Schmidt says bird cat about a thousand times in the episode he's like bird cat bird cat bird cat (laughs) And um, gone, pretty much gone.
7: Wow! Um, he just says it to to Winston w- once, yeah, and then all of a sudden he's hiding behind the huge.
6: But you don't of lawn know chairs. why he's hiding because he's not. He, it's not. It's not established the way it was, right? In the script, <laughs> they really originally. pared it down. Yeah, and I'm not sure why that is. I think it ended up being like more important. Like the it worked without it, but then this, there were still remnants of it. And it doesn't, there's like one bit at the end that like doesn't totally make sense because this whole part of the story was cut <laughs> out. And you're like, wait, why is there a cat wow. there? You know, I don't think, I ever, I think, don't a think I've Like it's a
7: special shot. <laughs> there's a picture of a bird in the nest. And you're like, I okay. know,
5: but there is no there are no other episodes in this show where Schmidt is up there with the bird cat. This is no. the this because I remember seeing that visual cat. and this is that episode. This is
6: the bird cat episode. Oh. Yeah, there's only one bird cat. Ep- Believe it or not, <laughs> they only spent one episode <laughs> talking about a bird cat. And, well, this ain't and- my type of show. I mean, damn, have
5: more, more than one episode with a bird cat in it.
6: So, um, fun fact:
5: I also had a dream once about a bird. A bird dog it freaked me out. It was a it was a bird flying around my house with a dog head, and it wouldn't leave. So. Yeah, that happened.
6: <laughs> what kind of dog head?
5: I don't It looked like a it looked like it was whatever those droopy eared dogs are. Oh like a hound, one of those basset like hound? hounds <laughs> Oh my yeah. god,
6: that's the cutest thing. I pictured more like a Rottweiler. Yeah. That would be yeah. kind of scary. But no, I mean a basset hound adorable that's a dog. Around <laughs> house, I'd be like, Yes, please. You be like, <laughs> really a beagle with wings?
5: You'd love a, a dog <laughs> with wings flying around I, your house.
6: <laughs> I love I love dogs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even flying. I also dogs. Lo- I mean, I love cats, so I'd be like very If a cat flew in my house, I'd be like, come on in. (laughs) I just wouldn't want them like flying around and like trying to get out and squawking around. Like once they come inside, they need to put their wings away.
5: But imagine this. When birds poop, it's cute and a little white stain. (laughs) Do you you want that dog flying around just (laughs) shitting all over your house? No. This
7: conversation is off the rails at the moment. I'm
5: just saying, because you don't have one of those little bags where it poops in the grass and you pick it up and, and mm-hmm. you're a kind neighbor. And you, yeah, because what of it. happens
6: when that poop is flying in from a yeah. thousand feet in the air? Yeah, it's right? hurting people. It's hurting people. You got to wear a hard hat. It has velocity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. You're right. That's works. a great point. I don't want a basset hound flying <laughs> around <my house. laughs> Cause of death. <laughs> oh,
2: Allen.
6: my God. Basset
7: hound poop. Um, <laughs> All right. So, Let's take yeah. it back to this cold open because I had the strongest memory come back to me remembering shooting in that nightclub, which I feel like yeah. we did at like I remember that probably night. seven in the morning or something mm-hmm. crazy and it
6: was the middle of the night it was the night because we went out on the street and we were um oh, we actually so it was at night it was okay. night, yeah, I mean, I think we shot that on I was off Hollywood yeah it was yeah yeah, it was definitely on hollywood boulevard i was trying to think what day of the week because like i have like weird memory i felt like we shot that
5: it was a thursday
6: late i actually (laughs) feel like we shot that at the end of the episode just because it was like you know friday night or something Mm. i was so scared
7: of course because it was like a my first ever big cc episode so i was super nervous and we went to go shoot this scene and again they put me in these like you know, five inch heels. And I'm just going, like, don't fall, don't fall. And I don't know if you remember this, Zoe, but when we you were fell. at the DJ booth on the,
6: on the, did you fall sh- on? Right? I didn't right? fall, but we oh. were at
7: the DJ booth and we're yelling at the European DJ, a mm-hmm. DJ diabetes. Diabetes? Diabetes. 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 Oh. Yeah. And okay, we then kind of, you're like kind of pulling me away from the DJ booth. And so, like, I have to like kind of walk backwards and turn before we can walk through the crowd. And I'm wearing these st- five inch stilettos, mm-hmm. and they had put you in like slippers because mm-hmm. you had come in your pajamas. Mm-hmm. And I stepped on your toe. Oh, I do remember that, right? Oh. Yeah, I yeah, stepped yeah. on your toe, like <laughs> really stepped on your toe because I couldn't see where I was going. <laughs> and then we had to like call a medic, and it was oh bad because you really got like
6: yeah, got I harpooned. do remember that. I had I had um, a Whoa. bruise on my <laughs> foot, yeah. like a the, it did break the skin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then we were like, please give Cece like um, platforms. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Not stilettos, not stilettos. Do you still have a scar? More comfortable for you. I don't (laughs) have a scar. I'm totally fine, but I do remember that. It was like- yeah, I do remember. Cause it's it some weird painful. folks
5: out there, Zoe, that would pay a lot of money to see this foot scar. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. All you I folks out goes there.
6: Crazy. Oh my god. Should
5: Zoe DM requests for pictures <laughs> no. <of>
6: her foot <laughs> don't scar. do I'm not going to see it. Don't DM me.
7: Um, <laughs> no. Um, but I just I had forgotten all about it, and then as soon as that oh cold god, open came so up, like a chill went through my body, and I was like, Oh my gosh, this oh is my. where I accidentally.
6: I don't remember it. I actually like, it's what's so funny about me is that like my, I have a very good memory, but I usually remember everything positively. And so like, Aww. I'll be like, oh, I'll remember like all the good stuff. And then I'll be like, <laughs> like that kind of thing. I'm like, oh, don't, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um But, um. So
5: you didn't remember shooting till eight in the morning that
6: day. Oh, no, I remember <laughs> that stuff. I remember, um. Well, we'll get to it our our next episode because that was the craziest. Ooh, but yes, it was. Um, we <laughs> we were shooting really long hours, um, and um, we were so tired at this point <laughs> in season one, um, and so I remember that was a funny scene with the DJ diabetic, <laughs> um, Gavin. Right? Is that his name, Gavin?
5: I think was it Gavin. Gavin. I think yeah, so. you're right.
6: Mm-hmm. Cause later that was the name. <laughs> Do you remember that Jake gave our camera operator whose name was Casey, but he called him oh, Gavin uh, all the time. Out. For some shout reason.
5: out to Casey, one of the greatest camera operators.
6: He is yeah. hilarious. Casey. Also Ollie. great. Just a great personality. Yeah.
5: So funny and grumpy. Um, <laughs> we love him a, around. So this DJ, you know, it's interesting about that, that, that particular um, cold open. I remember when you rip his shirt open and I don't know why this is so funny. It's so funny. He goes,
6: it's my deep V. My favorite deep V. You go, now it's a, now deeper, it's a deeper V. v. Deeper, yeah. I don't know why. It just, <laughs> just
2: I like that. That was so kind of much.
6: establishing a part of Jess that I liked, which was like, let's look at it on the bright side. Now it's just yeah. a deeper V.
5: <laughs> every time I wear a deep V, which I don't, um, every time I come across one, I think of that. That's cause, <laughs> because in my life, that's the only time I—that's the first time I have ever heard someone referred to anything as a deep V, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like I've seen the shirts. I mean, I—I I got friends who deep V's go down in their belly buttons.
6: I gotta say, <laughs> it's not my favorite. No. Uh, not my favorite look Look either. on a man. Uh, not personally, not I look at this like a—you know—I like a crew neck.
5: Look at this. Look at this type. Yeah. Of neck.
6: Yeah. 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 That's a good. That's a good. Nice fit. Good. All right, Hannah, neck. calm down. If okay. you will, yeah, yeah, I'm real worked <laughs> up over it, yeah, and I calm
5: down. <sighs> yeah, calm down. For all the folks out there, I'm wearing a really tight shirt,
6: <laughs> so, really
2: showing
5: off my boobs, my two boobs, Morris. Um, uh,
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we established that Cece has nowhere to go because Gavin, aka DJ Diabetic, was staying at her model apartment, and so mm-hmm. she needs to crash at our house. She comes back to the house. The guys are just hanging out.
5: Before we get back to the house, I want to talk about your friendship really quick in this one little moment.
6: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: How reckless Cece is. <gasps> she goes from being so reckless to later on in seasons, you know, she's like the the most like thoughtful and the most aware. Thoughtful. Responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this particular moment. She's already leaving this club because Deep V Gavin, with the tattoo on his face, has mm-hmm. did her, did her, he's done her dirty, right? And you came in to save the day. As you're still trying to save the day and leave, a, a group of dudes drive by in the car, and they're like, "Hey!" And she's like, "Ooh, let's go hang out and party with them." Yeah. Cece, that could have ended so terribly, no. No. so no. so terribly. Yeah. And then again, you <laughs> saved. Then it would have been a true
7: crime show. Yes. <laughs> There's so many moments we're realizing now. Yeah, of how this Absolutely. could have taken a dark turn. This show, yeah,
6: Cece was mm-hmm. not, not super making good decisions in the first season. I would say first season. Yeah. That's true.
7: I will say it's my it's so it's that it reminds me of the pilot where Cece comes in and sees like these three guys that Jess has moved in with, and instead of like flirting with a guy or being like he's cute, she acts like a real best friend would, which is like mm-hmm. if you hurt her, I'll kill you. Mm -hmm. And it was I love this moment, too, um, of like authentic female friendship of when Jess shows up at the DJ booth and he's like being a jerk, like and Cece's kind of a little all over the place that Jess kind of is like, you get away from her and like kind of tells the guy off, you Mm -hmm. know, as opposed Mm -hmm. to being annoyed at her friend or whatever. She just like shows up and has her back. And I love that that was always something that was part of our show and the friendship there was no like fighting over guys or putting a guy before our friendship ever yeah. um and that was like another second i feel like big establishing moment of the cc jess friendship dynamic that always felt authentic to me
6: yeah so Aww. i love that part of our friendship
5: Was that a conscious choice by you guys? Or was that a writer's choice?
7: (laughs) That that was written. (laughs) But it was authentic, which was always nice.
6: I do feel like they... Really would kind of see what was working with us, and then lean into mm-hmm. that as writers, and and more and more they kind of tailored everything to us. Yeah, because I think so that's as the you kind of see, girlfriends that we are, so it was yeah would have felt weird if all of
7: a sudden it was like, ooh, that's your boyfriend, he's cute, I'm gonna take a swing. Right. That I would have been like, that's
6: called Never. not a friend. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Let's that's just exactly establish right. that's a bad, that's that's terrible. That's not only a bad friend. That's just not a friend. That's just <laughs> that's like a, like a bad. Enemy. <laughs> um so okay so after this whole moment where jess comes to pick up cc at the club we come back to the loft and the guys are being silly
2: stupid
6: <laughs> silly With- you put some paper towels in your nose well yeah but well How this is breathe?
5: well remember this is the this is the is this the intro to the kimono
7: this is, yes. this, is intro to yes. this, this is the introduction
5: of the Mono. This is the introduction
6: to his You guys are all mono. staying home on a Friday night or something. Yes. And Schmidt comes in wearing his kimono, which is tiny. <laughs> yes, a
2: very
5: tiny kimono. You could see part of his...
6: Um,
5: um, if you zoom in, folks at home, no. <laughs> pay real close attention. <laughs> um, no, but to, to, uh, Nick and Winston are on the couch in utter disgust. And I even I, I believe Nick has a line where he says, What happened to you? You weren't always like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what happened to you? So it's my pregame mono, man. And so Winston's character decides, you know, this is uh Winston's this is, character? Lamorne's <laughs> character, Winston. Um <laughs> uh, decides uh that he's had enough of this this crap going on in the loft. And so he decides to take his pants off. And also he wants to wear paper towels. Um, this for me was the first, I want to say one of the first times I got, I got a chance to do, uh, it was a quick scene, a quick moment with the guys and really see the banter and the, the improv back and forth between Jake and Max and how they perform and, and being a part of that trio of guys on the show, trying to fit in and see, you know, what it was that they were doing, you know what I mean? And trying to, I'm still season one, I'm still trying to get my footing a little bit. So this is an interesting, um, an interesting moment. And then in comes, you know, Jess and Cece.
7: Yeah. I remember this dance sequence oh, really well. The weird dancing that oh, we all, God. that we did. Uh, oh. Max, you and I, because that oh. was actually first shot of the day. And it was worst. so it was like at seven AM, yeah. which is like a little hard <laughs> yeah. to kind of get yourself going because you're up at like whatever, four forty five to be in hair and makeup by five, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like seven a.m. the sun's barely up and they're like, now dance and party and pretend you're drunk. And I was so tired and not really with it yet. And I remember I pulled my neck. Oh boy. You ever had that oh. feeling where all you mm-hmm. really pull it and now you can't turn it left or right? And I'll never forget being like, uh, and they're like, you got to dance. It's got to be crazier. And I'm like, I'm immobile.
5: (laughs) I'm injured.
2: (laughs) I'm injured. This is
7: like, I feel like this is like the episode of injuries. Like your toe, your tooth and my neck all (laughs) were just trash during this episode. I just—it was so funny watching this episode back because I just remembered all of those things. I remember watching. I my neck hurt watching the dance part.
5: Watching the dance was one. It was so cringy for me because I don't like dancing on camera. <laughs> this, this is something I just don't like doing, and this is horrible. the second time in this in the in this season where the wedding was the first time I want to say, and then which I which.
6: which but was, you're a good dancer.
5: I'm just. I'm just. I just have a little rhythm. That's about it. But I don't like. You know what I mean? I don't like to to dance because it's the whole thing. You gotta do it so many times. There's no choreographer there, so I'm just kind of doing a freestyle, whatever. And yeah. I remember they were like, D- you know, dance like you're like, <laughs> like you're trying to get with CC. And I was like, that it at the apartment. <laughs> yeah,
6: that was so there was something so funny to me about the fact that you came back to the apartment and you were like, what? <laughs> Put on girl, look at that body (laughs) and have a
7: dance party with three people. It was so uncomfortable. And then it was like, I'd really not hadn't like met Jake Johnson at zero scenes with him. So we'd like met in passing, like, hi, this is cool. And so it was like my first time ever having to do anything on camera with him. And it was like, go and dance up on him. (laughs) <laughs> Which, by the way, just me as a person have never danced up on anybody. Yeah. And I was like, this is so what? uncomfortable. Mm. And of course, in the scene, it's like, you're being <laughs> gross. Get away from me. Yeah. I was like, can we just do this in one take and have this be over? I've never felt more awkward yeah. in my entire life. I felt when that I'm way during that to- scene. Yes. And during the
5: wedding scene when I had, they said, <laughs> grind on Zoe. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> What, we, what, we, what we, Well, they had both
6: of you guys <laughs> doing this thing where you were like um, in the episodes where you guys both like close in on me and yes. I have to go like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> are, man.
7: Yeah, yeah, man. I know you're That's supposed true. to stay in character and be in the moment, but certain things definitely pull you out when your neck is pulled and you're feeling real awkward. You're just yeah. like, please, yeah. can we just move? Let's, I think we got it. Getting Let's grinded
5: go. on by three of the sexiest men alive. <laughs> GQ's Men of the Year at one point. Though so watching know, Max crazy.
7: like <laughs> turn around and do that like... Like kind of low key twerk did make me really laugh. He uh, he he crushed it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Put his hand on. the Oh wall yeah, that and, was very funny. Yeah, yeah the wiggle, little wiggle. Um,
5: yeah. That still, this day, when people ask me to dance, I use that um, Nick Miller line. I don't dance. I'm from the town in Footloose.
6: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I still that do is it. a very memorable line. I it's funny. It. Um, I didn't say this earlier, but I think it's worth saying, worth mentioning that Max Greenfield. Before this show, I mean, he'd done a bunch of guest stars and things and like pilots that hadn't gone, but it was like the weirdest thing in the world. He was so like such like a pro by the time we started this show that you're like, how was he not already? He had the vibe of some like the confidence of somebody who Mm. had already had a show on CBS for eight years. You know what I mean? Like, you were like, wait, what? You you weren't like, uh, you weren't the star of some other show. Yeah. Like, he had like so much confidence and conviction in his character and like, like his performance was like so dialed in and like unwavering that, that, I, I remember being like, wait, this guy isn't famous already?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I felt that
7: way the whole time too. Yeah. I was like, you obviously are the most seasoned professional ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing they throw at you seems to
6: phase you, and I am. And faced. they would give him like speeches that oh, yeah. were a page long. Like, oh yeah, I was like, were, "How are he you?" have a like,
5: teleprompter. Yeah,
6: yeah, it was incredible. Like that, and he would memorize them and have to speak so fast because that was kind of the <laughs> the uh, pace that he'd established for his character. Um, and they would just give him these speeches with like lists that would just rattle off And the words he did
5: not understand.
6: <laughs> words
7: <laughs> he didn't understand
6: or no.
2: I
7: I yeah, love like the Indian. Very list. impressed. Yeah. I remember he's he like, "What? What is this? Who is this?" I'm like, "That's an author. The, That's a food. That's yeah. it." But he would just like like how little kids will just like know words but not fully understand the meanings of some things because they would give him really weird specific. Cultural oh, yeah. lists, and he'd
6: nail it every time. Crush my it. favorite, my Crush favorite it. is
5: when my favorite is when he struggled on a word or a line, and he kept he would stop, start himself to try to get the line out. And when Max, <laughs> when Max would get frustrated with himself, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Max would talk to himself. He would go, "Come on, Max,
6: Max." <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're asking him to do the. Almost I mean, impossible. they are asking a lot of him. Yeah, of I couldn't course, do it. There's he no could ride to the do occasion. It both Jake and I are slow talkers and we both, and they'd be like, "Um, we need you to say this faster. I'm like, that just doesn't happen for me. And Jake and I both would talk about that. And I definitely, I'm kind of like intermittently, I can talk really fast and then I have to talk slow and then talk really fast. But it's a lot of times when it's a line, I have a certain way of doing things and you know, I have to, it's not natural for me to say something fast so that was something Jake and I always connected on was that they would want us to talk unnaturally fast for yeah. our own rhythms, um, but Max had just he naturally had that <laughs> oh, yeah. speed. But then it was a you know they there were definitely some challenging speeches for him, and he always <laughs> was hilarious. Okay, we're gonna just pause for a second to take a commercial break and talk about some of the. Things that we love, and you will too.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment,
8: oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
1: This is Uncanny USA. Every game revealed the 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May live on NFL network ESPN two and streaming on NFL plus terms and conditions apply
3: to NFL plus visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
4: I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
8: The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+. And the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
7: Welcome to our show. Speaking of challenging speeches, um, I feel like it's time we address the, uh, the India... Oh, yeah. The India speech he gives. Which I remember This is a segment, folks,
5: we call Teachable Moments. With that's, right, that's
7: right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Because I remember sitting there and I was so grateful at least they gave Lamorne and I the moment to have the genuine reaction. Because I've absolutely sat in front of somebody before who's like, India, let me tell you all the... <laughs> Weird stereotypes that don't apply to India yeah. that will make you feel like we relate, and I know your culture. Um, I think it was also funny,
6: such a funny oh. line to give you, where you say, "What? What is my culture?" Right. Yeah. And then he's like, "Doesn't know." He's like, "I love your culture," and then you're like, "Okay, well, all right, see, let's go. Let me test. Yeah. Let's um, walk this path, kid. Let's go." Jefflees,
5: Jefflees, is that what he said? Oh my god, Jefflees, Sadibu.
7: <laughs> and I don't know how much of Which that was he's, actually I mean, Schmidt's
6: being, I'm surprised Schmidt wasn't canceled after that. <laughs> no, different, that
7: era. Different, different era. Different era. Schmitt. Schmitt. But I Schmitt do like the so fact canceled. that you have those moments and then you can have the genuine reaction. And then they allowed my character to have the smart moment. Yeah. Right? Um, to send him to the roof with a bird cat and to show yeah. how easily that she was actually the one in charge and... I, I I love that, that they gave the power to CC in the moment. Um, but it was, I just remember sitting there because of course there was a thousand alts, right? Mm-hmm. So that's only so alts, part of the list. Yeah.
6: So everyone mm-hmm. listening, alts are what we call alternative jokes, you know, and most comedy shows, they do this where they'll have the script and then they have alt alts, which w- um, would be other jokes that can kind of be interchanged with the jokes that are in the script, just in case that joke doesn't work when they go to to the edit. Um, And then we would also improvise a lot as well. So um, we would always have a lot of options for jokes, um, whether they were written jokes or improvised jokes, that could be kind of interchanged with the jokes in the script.
7: Yes. Right, so I, they had a
6: uh, very dense alt pack. Yeah, we um, we had writers Indian that stereotypes. wrote a ton of alts. Oh, with <laughs> yeah, and wrote a ton of Indian stereotypes.
7: Right, and so I just remember <laughs> sitting there because I I feel like the coverage was on him first, and it, so we have to sit there, and you're just listening to every stereotype about your culture being said to you the entire time. Um, but I was I was really grateful when they, they turned the camera around and Lamorne and I got to have that knowing look also between each other. Gave mm-hmm. us I feel like our first Cece messing Winston around. moment of kind of yeah looking at each other being like yeah yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> our fir- our first rodeo. Okay, that let's was
5: probably go. our first. That was a that was a, again that's foreshadowing mm-hmm. to the messing around we do later. And for those at home, we're not talking about messing around in the, the biblical sense. We're talking about. <laughs> Messing around the, in the new girl sense, mm-hmm. where Cece and Winston just do weird stuff.
7: Right, they yeah, have their own little inside jokes. Yeah. They're um, bits.
5: And that could have been the first one.
7: Um, Here's the could big question from this episode. I think it I was the first like. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it gotta be yeah. the first mm-hmm. one. The first one. I feel like the big question was, because this is the Nick Jess storyline, was can... Men and women just be friends. Or at some point in the friendship, does one party or the other think about what it would be like to be with them or sleep with them? Right. That's well, the so question. This I did think
6: this the I did think the storylines in this episode were very funny. I like the um and I remember this was for me, um this was a big Nick Jess episode. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there was a it was kind of the first time we established, like where it's said out loud. And Cece, I like that Cece's the one who says it. Like, I think Nick likes you. And then she gets it in Jess's head, and of course Jess reacts in a really weird, <laughs> awkward, uncomfortable way. Um, but yeah, I I laughed out loud at a lot of the the foot, <laughs> <laughs> foot stuff <laughs> and the feet. <laughs> cause it's kind of how. It happens, somebody puts something in your head and then you're like, get out of my head. And then it's really difficult because somehow everything in your environment then somehow confirms the thing that you're trying to get out of your head. And I feel like that happens a lot in life. So I thought it was a funny, it was a funny storyline. I feel like even though it was exaggerated for a comedy, like there is
7: so much truth though about how body language is analyzed to figure out if someone is into you, right? Like if someone sits mm-hmm. back and crosses their arms and you're on a date with them the entire time versus if they like lean forward and and are kind of like engaging. People dissect that stuff. So But people also really do funny. those like postures, I feel like,
6: to try to look cool. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, that's that's yeah. what
5: I do. I put I if you guys can't see what Zoe's doing. She's putting her the, arm on the back of the chair. Lean back.
6: Mm-hmm. I'm leaning, leaning back.
2: back. I
5: do uh, that constantly. One, because I have very fresh underarms. Okay? So I'm allowing (laughs) the room to, one, feel those and and, and sense those pheromones, but also that whatever scent that I'm wearing for that day. Right? I'm just giving out nothing but love. And so that's how I get the attention. I lean back like this. And one, that's the bicep. So that's flexing. That's letting her know, hey, I'm just chilling. (laughs)
2: I'm just just chilling. chilling I don't read though as
7: uninterested. If you're like so casually laid back, and she's telling like a story, like at some point, I'm sure if you were into the girl, you would.
5: I'm sure that's what Gavin, the deep V DJ, did. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know what I mean. Like you can. I think there's there's Mm -hmm. well, it also depends because there's multiple ways. You you if you're if you're too forward, if you're too if you show too much interest, the other person may retreat. Mm -hmm. If two people are might seem needy. uh, yeah, you're like, ah, oh, well, that's a that's if I talk to this person, we are for sure going to be in a committed relationship because mm. this person is putting all their cards on the table. I'm so interested in you.
2: It's
6: too much. If,
5: it, if it's the other way around, if everyone's just mm-hmm. relaxed and you just see where it goes,
6: people who on the first date are like, should we talk about kids? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love um, them. No, I want a lot how about we order first? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
7: Lamorne, do you think that men and women can
6: be friends?
5: Yes, I have. I have. Without a good ever all having your the friend,
6: thought cross all your friends, Lamorne's friends, like he has, like so many friends, and I would say a lot of them are women. Am I yeah. correct? Has yeah. the, the thought ever them, crossed yeah. your mind early when you
7: first met that girl who's now your friend, and all those women? But that we're are all your friends. friends, so like let's huh. be,
6: oh. let's t- tread delicately oh. here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 I feel like Lamorne other than us, <laughs> openly saying, <anything. laughs> other than Beside- us.
6: <laughs>
5: Yeah, every I mean, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it, it it happens. It comes across your mind at some point. It, you know, in the beginning, usually, usually the beginning, because as a as a, it's a quick thing. It's more like you no, know, all right. Once you establish <laughs> your, once you establish a boundary in friendship, it just moves in a completely different direction. Right, right. And I think I um. Work is different. I think, I think work is different because automatically you're going into a work situation like, nope, that's not that's not what I'm doing. Unless you you never know. It happens with people. But I'm saying in <laughs> regular friendships and in, in regular I'm saying in regular friendships, you know, it's it, it, it may happen. But I have friends that I am that I uh, that are women folk and, I, you know, never, never crossed my mind. Some of them. You know what I mean? But
7: not even in the beginning. Not a thought.
5: It's hard to it's it's hard to say yes because I've been friends with some of these people for so long. Um I'm sure I'm sure it's crossed their mind with me. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's not their fault. Again, pheromones.
6: Okay. Okay. It's because of the posture. It's, the it's posture, because the of the bicep flex. <laughs> Thank you, Zoe,
5: for saying so. Again, <laughs> calm
6: down. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, it does remind me that when I was in high school there was like a guy that all the girls liked and I walked past him in the hallway one time and he said he like did that like head nod mm-hmm. and he went what's up and at the time I was like 14 and I didn't know what you say to what's up I was like <laughs> what do you say and I hadn't even thought about it I hadn't thought "No, you know sometimes people say what's up um, what do I say back when somebody says that so I remember him going "Um." What's up? And I was like, "Hi!" <laughs> <laughs> and forevermore, and I was like, "That was so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, for a couple weeks, like my friends and I talked about what you say when you get oh, a wow. quick what did you, head you nod. With? What's up? Not much. Or not much? Uh, oh, not much? Yeah. Or okay. or a, or um, or you can say, "What's up?" Back. Mm. right Mm -hmm. you go you know what's up what's up
5: Uh, you could do that
6: that's what I decided I don't know that was just a personal
5: (laughs) did you end up dating this guy nope (laughs) quick no (laughs) you come back tomorrow hey
7: um, not much. No. I did. Uh, that guy remembers that moment as. Do you know? There was this one time I said, <laughs> "What's up to Zoe de Chanel?" <laughs> and it uh, didn't seem like she was interested. And it's burned in his memory too. Oh, I, yeah. was very, I was very, I was very shy
6: in high school. You guys, I was not shy on stage because I was like a theater kid and I would be in all the musicals and stuff. But I was very shy, like dork. I um, uh, was that what huh? dork? You're I mean, I was <laughs> so in. we can was call I. it nerd. I was in a lot of clubs. I, <laughs> so was I. I started <laughs> multiple clubs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started the clubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I was oh. in all these clubs and then there was no philosophy club and I had to start it and there was no fashion club. So I started the fashion club and the philosophy uh-huh. club. And so this is actually funny. We had the same faculty advisor for both of them and the yearbook staff got confused. And then we took a picture of the philosophy club. And they put it as the fashion philosophers. And I was like, no, the fashion club was just two of us. It was just me and one of my girlfriends. And um, and that was the fashion club. And it was basically like us just sitting at lunch in a classroom looking at Vogue and um, and like, you know, various fashion magazines. Um, so yeah, the fashion club and the and the philosophy club accidentally got combined.
5: Mm-hmm. Speaking of fashion club, let's go to a yeah. commercial break so we can talk about all the things that Zoe wears.
3: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
4: The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening.
8: The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
2: Welcome to our show.
6: I will say this because this is related to New Realm. We haven't talked about this yet. And I hope we have um, Deborah McGuire on um, to talk about costumes. I love shopping. I love costumes. I love sewing. That was another nerdy thing I did in high school. I sewed my own clothes. I didn't have a sewing club because I actually didn't know anyone else who sewed. I took pattern making. I took sewing classes. Somebody's Um, grandma. It's you and somebody's grandma. All of our merch is Mm -hmm. going to be hand-stitched by Zoe. That's not true. (laughs) Um,
5: (laughs) So please order now.
6: Uh, Yeah. Um, But um, um, I loved working with Deborah, And I, for all, like, pretty much the first season, I went with her. We went shopping together for a lot of vintage clothes for Jess. And I, like, first season, like establishing Jess's, you know, style, I was with them shopping for all of it. So that was really a fun part of greeting this character, I have to say. The one last thing I would say about this episode, which
7: I I remembered so clearly, too, is that there's this moment where Schmidt and Cece hold hands. Oh, yeah. um, Very nice. Which is really sweet. But I remember for that shot, they brought in a crane Ooh. to get that overhead shot. Which I feel like in later years they would have just had Polly or Casey like stand on Dang. top of us and like straddle yeah. over our hands and been like, We got it. It's fine, we'll make it work. But they brought in a crane. And for me, I'd never shot anything that had something that fancy it felt like for this really sweet moment of just a close up on our hands. Um and that signified to me i was like wow if they're going to all of these lengths this is yeah. not just like a joke of schmidt and cc being a little drunk and having like a funny episode moment i think this is actually going to turn into like a relationship arc at some point um did you, did you get a manicure and- that day no, I didn't. I was so scared. That's nothing scared me. I was like, uh, looking at my nails, being like, "Because you mm, have no rough hands. They actually looked very good. I, I did not look at it closely. That is not true. I'm just gonna say that was I'll a freak.
6: joke. Post
5: Goodness it on sake. your hand uh, fan you page. You
7: have
6: very pretty hands. <laughs> Thank Anna. you. Thank you. Um, That's why they call you Panda. Hand because <laughs> right? yes. you have such pretty hands. And That's my like, time, y'all. I'm out. And that was a stupid joke. Okay. The,
7: um, like, but I remember American? that moment. There were so many things that I got established, relationship-wise, romantic-wise. Like they really kind of opened it up on this episode, which I really, really like. One of the funniest episodes, but also Nick and Jess and Schmidt and Cece, and then the first uh Winston Cece mess around. Aww. All there, folks. They're, Just gotta look for it. All yep.
4: It's all all right, so
7: time for True American. <laughs>
5: Welcome to True American, where the rules change weekly and you leave more confused than when you showed up. Now, this week we are playing an American prince. In this episode, we get a glimpse of Schmidt's romantic side. Mm -mm -mm. Today, we're going to remember other great American princes by guessing what movie they appeared in based on their most romantic line. Are you guys ready to play?
6: Ready. I'm ready.
5: Okay, the first line. When you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible.
7: When Harry that- Metzali. G- uh, yeah.
5: Is that mm-hmm. is that correct?
7: Oh. Hey.
5: see, I don't mm-hmm. uh, See, see, I shouldn't have picked this guy because I don't know any of these answers.
7: Well, Zoe talked about
6: it this episode, so it was yeah. front of mind. But hmm. I was like, I know that's from something I don't remember what. That their oh. New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
2: mm-hmm. Well, how about
5: this one? So it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. And we're going to have to work at this every day. But I want to do that because I want you. I want all of you. Forever. You and me.
7: Every day. It's so intense.
5: I know. I don't even know if it was delivered that way in the movie. I
6: I, I hope yeah, not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to be good at this. I'm just going to say. I'll give not you a hint. The actor
7: is Ryan Gosling.
6: The oh. notebook. Oh, the notebook. notebook. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay, we're like, there's to... <laughs> one romantic movie. The rest of them have a dark side. <laughs> we're going with
7: that one.
5: Um, okay, here we go. Next one.
7: <gasps> okay, what? sorry. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Are you okay? No. I well You're I not? Well, I have yes, I am. I'm fine. I just saw on this like, so we have a printout of what these quotes are and, and morning's reading them, and I literally just saw the first Two words of this one. And it's from my favorite movie of all time ever, period. And just even seeing that this is going to be said okay. on our podcast just gave me that reaction. Okay, I'm so, so sorry. This must
5: be f- so this must be from Pootie Tang. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> boy, I love- First line, Sadate. No. Um, <laughs> I love you. Not like they told you love is. And I didn't know this either, but love don't make things nice. It ruins everything. It breaks your heart. It makes things a mess. We aren't here to make things perfect. The snowflakes are perfect. The stars are perfect. Not us. Not us. We are here to ruin ourselves and to break our hearts and love the wrong people and die.
6: I not, have no idea. Not Pootie Tang. Ta, not Pootie ta, Tang. Ta, it's not from Pootie Tang. I know Pudi. that. Uh, yeah. Hannah, uh, you want to tell us? So excited.
5: Team America World uh, Police.
6: No, Nicolas Cage
7: says this to share. In moonstruck. Oh, Oh. moonstruck. Then he
6: goes. Now get in my bed. It's very aggressive. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, he does. He says that.
2: I do know what the next
6: quote is from, and it's very on brand. So let's just say it, (laughs) and let me guess because I know what it is. Okay. You want to say it?
5: (laughs) You want to say it? You you want to say say that? You want to read the line? Okay.
6: Oh, you read it. All right. What do you want? You want the moon? Just say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon. That is from "It's a Wonderful Life."
7: Oh, now you know about
6: Fibel. It's a Wonderful Life,
2: and that's Jimmy
7: Stewart. I wouldn't have known that, Jimmy Stewart. You wouldn't?
6: No.
5: What do you want? want The moon? It's a
6: classic. I I watched it every Christmas. The moon.
5: You say the word, and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Is that how he sounds?
6: Pretty much. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. That's that's a
5: pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon. Okay, this next (laughs) one. Last one is a classic
6: I haven't even looked at it
5: I wish I knew how to quit you
6: oh that's Brokeback Mountain boom 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 that's gotta
5: be Brokeback Mountain I I haven't seen the movie but I know that Nicolas Cage
7: takes up a lot of space in like the rom-com area of my head because of you just love
5: Nicolas Cage
7: I just love that movie so much
5: and Nicolas Cage will also be a guest on this show (laughs) (laughs)
6: Um, <laughs> the Nick Cage <laughs> Let's Johnny Depp episode where we right write that our butts can't cash. But <laughs> Nicholas Cage is going to be a guest on the show. He's
5: definitely going to be a oh guest on the show. And
6: he's going to talk about Valley Girl. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was another edition of True American. And the score is one to one. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, did one. we guess all of them? There
6: was, uh, we guessed no. all. I we guessed didn't guessed guess one. the notebook, right? No. No. We, didn't we missed that notebook. one. So we got we all the one. other ones.
5: Folks at home, see how you did. Play along next time. That would be fantastic.
6: Ooh,
7: fantastic.
5: Fantastic. And thank you for listening to our podcast and watching the show. Um, we got more fun stuff to come. Like I said, we got Nick Cage. We got Johnny Depp coming up on the show. <laughs> and remember to stock and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Stock in store up all your fan questions because towards the end of the season, we're going to have Liz Merriweather, our show creator. Mm is going to answer all of your fantastic questions um solve all the mysteries yes all the mysteries and remember to rate and subscribe and tell your friends especially your grandma give us five stars because
6: that's Lauren's favorite number thank you for listening to (laughs) welcome to our show you've been listening to welcome to our show a new girl recap podcast Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre Dereader. Follow us on Instagram at WelcomeToOurShowPod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at WelcomeToOurShowPodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that
8: moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
1: Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit NFL.com/slash schedule release to learn more. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.